Good morning and welcome to episode three of What's Going On, your monthly market update with Discovery. Today I'm joined by 91 analyst Atumile. Atumile is part of the South African multi-asset team that looks after our Discovery Balance Fund and target retirement date ranges. Atumile, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks for having me, Yashi. So over the past year, we've become well aware that the cost of living has risen dramatically. Today, I'd like to look at how that's affected South African companies. So the first question, how are these trends affecting the South African consumer? And within those trends, what can you say about South African retailers? Have there been specific trends emerging in that space? Yeah, thanks for the question, Yashin. Um, and I mean, to to echo your, your, your point in the question that uh, cost of living is becoming an issue. I mean, if you look at yesterday's strike where a lot of people are starting to feel the impacts of, of this high inflation and to look at um, the inflation rate um, that came out yesterday with the headline inflation number coming in at 7.8 and core inflation at 4.6. But I think the key takeaway for me was the food inflation number at 10.1% year on year, which was up from the June number of nine percent and i mean it speaks to um a lot of people that are under pressure i mean if you look at interest rates also increasing um some people some economists are expecting another 150 basis points over the next six months or so if you look at fuel prices yes we will have a cut now in september but i mean longer term expectations are for oil prices to 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 increase so you will have a squeeze on, on 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 disposable income and one indicator which is a simple indicator that I look at is real wages. Um, that's how I determine if the if the consumer is moving in the right direction. And real wages are, I mean, with inflation at where it is at the moment, they negative territory. So it's not good from a discretionary um, spend perspective. Um, but in saying that, um, I think the consumer has, has held out much better than than us, let's say, analysts, economists, and companies um, initially anticipated. So if you speak to the, all of these companies, I mean, the food retailers clothing re- and the clothing retailers, they'll tell you that, I mean, things are still, still going as, I mean, better than expected. I mean, top line is holding out better. I mean, if you look at the latest updates in July, Top line across the clothing and and the food retailers was was pretty good, which surprised me and the rest of the market. Um, and I mean, if 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 I look at from a credit collection perspective, so if you look at the banks and if you look at the retailers as well, all of these retailers they they're saying that the credit collections are still good. So okay. it's telling you that yes, the consumer is struggling, but it's they the consumer is still performing better than expected, which I think is, is surprising the market um, as analysts and, and companies um, as a whole. I think the last point I'll mention is that from a trends perspective, especially on the food side, is that you've seen people visiting stores, I mean, much fewer than they did historically, but in saying that they, they're having bigger baskets, so, so they're buying more. And what, what is coming more evident when you speak to the retailers is that people are doing a lot of cross-shopping and a lot of comparing. So it tells you that okay. things are tight. So you buy something, let's say, at Checkers, then you look for a better deal at a macro or something. So things are getting are getting tighter um, than, than they were. So to summarize, I mean, consumer struggling, but actually doing better than what, than what, than what we expected and what the companies expected. Okay, at least that sounds a little positive. To stick on that theme uh, within the food retailers, have we seen any significant changes in market share over the recent years? I mean, we all know the big names, yeah. um, but are there specific companies that have been net gainers, net losers? What are the dynamics at play there? 
Yeah, th- thanks, Yashina. Um, so, so when when I look at the market share dynamics, um, you have to go back. I think not to just look at one year. So compared to 2021 and 2022, you'd have to go back and look at two years. So how things have unfolded with, I mean, with the start of the pandemic um, and the lockdowns in March, because a lot of companies initially benefited, like a spa, for example, had big numbers because um, they had a March year end. So all that, remember, we 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 were forced to buy and buy, like do a lot of pantry loading and, and do a lot of cooking. So spa was a big beneficiary. And then the other guys slowly benefited as, as the pandemic war, um, moved on. But I guess, I mean, over the two years, so if you look at two-year average numbers, um, one company is, is a clear winner um, across its brand, its brands, um, and that's the ShopRite group. If you look at Checkers, um, what has happened with Checkers, I think the initial launch of 6060 in, um, at the start of the pandemic, it actually took a lot of customers um, away from, let's say, Woolworths Food or Pick right. and Pay. They'd never shopped at a checkers and most of the, those customers have actually stuck with checkers now um, and actually permanent shoppers at checkers so checkers has been a big beneficiary but also if you look at ShopRite and you say so the lower brands within the ShopRite group they've been big beneficiaries with the down trading as the consumer is coming under pressure people are down trading and looking for promotions but what the ShopRite group is doing very well is that they're pricing better um, and, they, and then their promotions are targeted um, and rewarding the customer at the till through their rewards through their rewards program. So they've been big beneficiaries. I think Boxer as well within the pick and pay group has been a big beneficiary with down trading and the fact that they're rolling out stores. Um, but it's I don't I don't know the numbers of the of, I don't know the numbers because they don't disclose them to us. Um, the numbers, but they've been big beneficiaries. I think the biggest losers, um, and it's clear to the market as a whole, is, is Woolworths Food. Um, the numbers are starting to slow down. The numbers in July were, 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 were a bit weak. And I think SPA, the core SPA, SA business, so excluding Builded and excluding liquor, that business is, um, is, is, is struggling and has lost a bit of market share. Now, oh, very interesting to shift away from the food retail sector and and move into the clothing sector. In that industry, it's not just about getting uh, you know the best fashion in stores, but also about distribution, knowing your target market, catering for that target market. What's happening there? Like, are there similar dynamics at play? What are the key points to take out of the last few years? Yeah, um, in the in the clothing um, clothing space, I think it's um, sim very similar dynamics to, to to the food space where you've seen clear winners and clear losers. I think from a winner's perspective, um, the Fushini Group um, currently has 30 brands in their portfolio and 22 in South Africa. And I mean, those guys, they what they're offering and the consumer is very specific. Um, they know what they're doing. They know what they're offering. Their pricing is good. They're moving a lot of manufacturing onshore in South Africa. So therefore, that means that they can launch product, new products quickly, and they can increase production. They don't have to wait for nine months for new for new product to come in. So they've been big beneficiaries across the lower LSM, mid LSM, and high LSM. So so I mean, so they've been very strong from a top line perspective. I think Pepco as well, especially at the start of the pandemic, they were big beneficiaries. Um, they benefited from the grants. They benefited from down trading. Um, and just their overall offering, because remember, Pepco is more basic offering across paper Nakamas, basic offering. Um, so they've been big beneficiaries. And I think with the Mr. Price Group, um, they've over the past few years with the new CEO, they've stabilized their business um, and they've actually been gaining the market share. If you look at the latest numbers that, um, from July when they released their, their Q1 update, they're also gaining market share.
from a loser's perspective, which has been happening um, for a while now, um, over the past, say, five years, um, it's the Woolworths um, fashion, beauty, and home business. Um, so they say that, that the, the clothing business, that has been struggling. And there's a lot of issues at play there with the supply chain being one of their biggest issues. And I think Truett's um, also struggling. And the issue there is, is um, predominantly price points. So price points are too high, um, and therefore the consumer tends to struggle to, 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 to pay. But what they do is they, they kind of offset that impact with the credit offering. So basically, consumer takes their credit, um, their store card, and they buy something and just pays, um, pays over time. So clear winners for Shini Group, Mr. Price and Pepco, and then on the loser side, I'd say Woolworths Clothing, and then um, the Truett's, uh, Truett's Africa business. Brilliant. I think the, the, the takeout here is that, yes, we've had the backdrop of rising cost of living over the last year, but clearly uh, different companies will always react differently, and it's good to st- take a step back and take that into account when it comes to investing. Thanks a lot, Atsumile. I think it's been great, very insightful. Glad to have you on the team managing our assets. Until next time, to all of our listeners, please refer any questions to retirementfunds.co.za. We look forward to having you again.